Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. All right, glad you're with us today, and you know, last couple days today, or yesterday and today, it's like, you know, see the sun out, you know, kind of gets you a little bit, but... It's great to see we're getting there. I always look at this time of year, once uh, the basketball tournaments, once March Madness gets here, I feel like we've made it, you know. Not only is it a great tournament, but we've actually made it through the winter. So, anyways. Hey, if you have your Bibles today, I want you to turn to Romans in chapter uh, 13. We're going to look at verses 11 and 12. You know, we live in a society today that, in our world today, that, Everybody seems, you know, you seem stressed out. And how do we turn that into joy? Because we definitely don't want to live in that stress mode. All of us, all of us have it. It doesn't matter what age you're at, high school, uh, if you're 50s, 60s, 70s, you all, we all face stress. There's no way that we can get away from it. But what can we do once we actually realize that we're in it? I think many of us today if we're honest with ourselves in that stress situation, maybe you got, you know, two or three little kids running around at home, maybe four, I don't know. And, you know, you're like, am I, you know, is this going to change? You know, but how do you, how do you work yourself from that stress to the, to the joy? And uh, we're going to look at God's word today and uh, let's pray. Father, we're thankful for your word. It is, it is direction. It is peace. Lord, it, it just calms us no matter what we're living in, that what we see in society, what we hear on a phone call, Lord, whether our kids are far away or their little ones at home, uh, and we're not sure what to do, Lord, we can always turn to you. As, as the song was said today in, in song, Lord, as it was uh, speaking to our heart, Lord, it's about you, Jesus. May we see you in everything that happens. In Jesus' name, amen. In Romans chapter 13, verses 11 and 12. And do this, knowing the time that, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep, for now our salvation is nearer than we first believe. In other words, as we see the world coming to an end, in other words, we see all these things happening we know that whether it's the Lord's return or whether he takes us home. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off the work of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Put on the armor of light. As to those that are believers. Do you know in that stress situation, you don't realize how stressed you are and all the things that we do, everything that happens in life. Uh, could be your finances, could be your health, it could be a, a change in life to where uh, uh, you don't know actually what is happening, but you're getting there, you know, and especially this time of year when kids are getting ready and, they, and they've only got those last couple months where the kids are getting ready to graduate and they're having a meltdown because, you know, you know, all those years and then all of a sudden they're graduating, you know, it's just, we go through those constant changes. And how do we enjoy every day in, in knowing that we're still got this stress that we have to deal with? I remember one time going through everything I was going through and I was, I was watching over 
my foster child. And uh, Sean, and, and uh, at the time, when I had first got him, I, it is so funny, Alexis, you know, I get this phone call, and we'd raised him on and off since he was really a baby. Our second daughter, our middle daughter, Novella, moved in with the birth mom for about a year and a half to help, help her raise this baby because she was only, I think, 16 at the time when she, she had little Sean. So they had this program at the church I was working at down at Calvary, Fort Lauderdale. It was a great program when they're in this situation. Not only take care of the mom when she's pregnant, but then there's an after program for about a year and a half that they adjust, and they had someone in the church that would want to move in with the birth mom. So Novella did that for, um, I don't know, over a year, year and a half. And so we, we were so close to, to this situation, to Sean. And then I ended up getting him for almost two years when I, when I was by myself. All my crazy said, what am I, what, me going to raise it, trying this? He, he was still like basically in diapers, you know. When I had him, you know, I'm thinking, gee, I raised three kids and here am I going through this again. Anyway, so we're going through this, you know, and I'm stressed, everything that's happening, you know, you don't realize how under stressed you are sometimes. And so I'm trying to teach him, I, I'm trying to keep this PG here, I'm trying to teach him how to go to the bathroom, right? And he's learned pretty good and, and um, you know, so I go in the bathroom uh, one night and, and he just go in the bathroom all over the floor, you know, and uh, I'm like, oh, man, you know, and so I start to clean everything up, and I said, Sean, he's in the other room, he's in the other room watching television, you know, I said, Sean, I said, remember when I told you, you did it, you know, and I go through the whole thing, and he, and he starts explaining to me, well, I'm trying, but it's going all over the place, and, I, and he's just sitting there eating whatever he's eating and just relaying this story to me, and he's going into detail on what he's trying to do, and I'm saying, well, that's not working. And we're having this conversation back and forth, and I just burst out. I start laughing so hard, I start sweating. The dog jumps off the bed, comes in, and she's she's just barking. She won't stop barking at me that I'm laughing so hard because I'm cleaning this mess. I'm like, what am I doing? And and uh, I didn't realize. And right then, it hit me that when you have that laughter, you know, it talks about how laughter is good medicine. And how that I didn't realize all the stress that was going on in, until that happened. I believe that this is what happens in our lives, that, that, that it slowly seeps in in many ways. We're under a little bit of stress here with our kids or a little bit more, a little bit more. And you don't realize till you, you just get up and you live in that mode every day. You're up, you got to deal with it. You're up, you got to deal with it. You're up, you deal. until something happens where you realize, wait a minute, I, I can't handle this. And so I believe that that's where the Lord says it's time that we awaken. And, and what I'm trying to think, it's not so much we're asleep, is that we're living somehow, some way, we're living in that mode. It was interesting, I was reading quite a few articles on. Facebook and all the different things you can see that we have on the computer day or really on your phone. And it talked about how that when they, they started this out, how they wanted to be able to make it to where you would want to come back. It would give you just a small hit. I think it's your endorphins. That you, just a small hit of that would, would suffice enough to get you back. 
And so I believe in many ways we're getting those in the wrong way. And it can be that. I'm not here to say wrong or right and what all is going on with the computer. I'm just saying that we don't realize when we're just getting the worldly hits that we get to kind of deal with what we're dealing with, we're not getting it in the right way. And so the Lord is saying, here's what we need to do. When we're in that and that we finally awake from it, we put on that armor of light. Isn't it amazing? It, it's God's armor. We put on what he says to have faith and, the, and to read in his word. And, and, it's in, and we make it complicated, and it's not. And we take just a few minutes every day, and, and what can happen when we're in his word? The devil will do anything he can to get us off of that. And we'll, immediately we try to fight whatever it is on our own. It's amazing you can be at a football game. And, and the lights go out for a minute, and if you just happen to have a lighter on, you can find your way back up the steps. Complete darkness over 100 yards and all the people in the stadium, and just a little light, you click it on, and you can find your way. Isn't it amazing how the Lord wants us to know some of the things I'm going to share today towards the end of the message in a few minutes, how that, what are we living in? And is there hope? Yes, there's hope. You and I are, all we have to do is to live God's way. And no matter how dark it is in your family situations, we just knew all the things that I heard this week of going on, whether it's our church family or our church family is being touched by these things, all the different things that people deal with, what you deal with. And, and how do we do this? It's the armor of light. The armor of light, meaning God's word that we're reading and that we try and live a certain way. That light that we put on on us, it, it shows shows our way, no matter how dark of the world we live in. Now let's look at another verse to build off of that. In the Old Testament book of Deuteronomy, verses 28 and, 20, 28 and 7 through 8, talks about the blessings that he wants to give the children of Israel. We now know it, it, once we become a believer, God wants to bless you. I think that we forget that. I think that all we think of the Lord about, okay, as long as we stay in this road and, and we do the right thing, we're not going to get whacked some way. And, and he wants to bless you. And I want you to see these, see these verses just for a minute in, in, in uh, Deuteronomy 28, verses 7 through 8. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before your face. Let me stop right there. I don't think that we realize every day that we face an enemy. We get up, you're busy with what I just talked about, whether you have little kids, what you're doing, you have a routine, you get in it, go to work, got to do all these things, and it's another week that's gone by, and here we are again another Sunday, and it goes by again, and we're going by again, and then we don't realize what's happening here. We have an enemy. I want you to know there's an enemy after you every day. And what he wants is to steal your joy. We have to awake out of the situation that we're in, about the stress that we're underneath, and know that God's way is the way, and by just very basic, what I say all the time, is to take a few minutes in his word, to have that communication open with him, and let him direct your path. It's not complicated. We make it complicated. Take that time every day. And the Lord says, when you know that there's an enemy out there is Satan comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. It is your, your, your marriage, your relationship with your kids, 
whatever it is that you're facing in life, he wants to steal everything. Jesus says, I've come to give you life and to give it to you more abundantly. Continues and says, I will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before your face. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. What's the Lord saying here? What is he trying to tell us? When you see the enemy come against you, he looks so big. He just magnifies everything. And he comes at you with this unbelievable force as an army. And you see this and you feel defeated already. And God's saying, listen, when I'm on your side, you can't lose. If he is with us, we can't lose. We've always got to remember, as God is with us, who can be against us? God is with you today. He, he blessed you as you walk through that door today. As a body of believers that we show up to worship him, give him honor on the first day of the week when he rose from the grave. He's already blessed you for showing up today. He's going to show you what you need to do in any situation that you face. When the enemy comes so strong at us, we can't see anything else except this huge army coming against us. We feel like we're, we're dull enough to weren't asleep, as that scripture says, and we're in a fog. And then all of a sudden, you, you look to the Lord, and we look to the Lord to give us answers. And, it, and for some reason, the, the, the Lord tells us, and the enemy does what? He flees in such a way that he scatters seven ways. In other words, you think it's so strong, they don't know where they're going. They're, they're so confused. They're just going in every direction because they're so scared of what they see. We forget that. We get so scared of what we hear on the phone or what we see because this enemy looks so big. And when they, we finally call upon the name of the Lord and the devil sees his greatest enemy, Jesus, he flees in seven different directions. That's the God that we serve. He continues to say, the Lord will command the blessings on you in your storehouses and all to you which you set your hand and will he bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. What's the land that we, that we live in today? The land that we live in today is called the promised land. The Lord gives us in a way that if we realize who he is and we rely on his promises, he's going to bless us. That's what we've got to remember. Because you can't, we can't see. In many ways, in a situation that you're in, you, you cannot see. That's why it's, God's word says, the just shall live by faith. We walk by faith. We live by faith. And so when you can't see, what pleases the Lord, when you can't see, when all of a sudden, I want to share one other thing. When all, when all of a sudden something happens to you or happens to me, it never happens just one way. There's, it's always a double whammy. You get a phone call, and then something else happens. It always seems like there's, it's two different ways. It's like, bam, this happens, and then you hit, get from there. What is the devil doing? He's trying to hit you and take you out of bounds and then knock you down. He's trying to really hit you hard, and then he hits you again. It seems like it always happens that way. And the Lord's saying, if you can't see, you're in a good situation because you've got to rely on me. When you rely on his promises, a promise says to you and to me, 
He gives you something to show you something in the future. He promises you his word today that you can't see and gives you something that's going to give you hope for the future. He says, that not, not only have I given you hope, but I've given you a future. I've given you a future and a hope. I don't know what you're going to face this week. I don't know at all. And that's what's so amazing about Jesus, if we're his child, that if we're in his word and you just take a minute today or a few minutes today to open his word up and read it, what does he do? Well, let's, let's see what he does in Psalm 16 in verse 11. What does the Lord do today to pull that stress out and, and to let us know that we can have joy? Psalm 16, if you don't have a verse memorized, you need to memorize this verse. It's not a long verse and it's easy to memorize. Psalm 1611. You will show me the path of life. In your presence is the fullness of joy. You will show me the path of life. In your presence is the fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. In other words, you know what? God, God, you know, we think, you know, well, if I serve the Lord, I just have to, it's going to be right. I'm just going to have to deal with it the rest of my life. I'm just, you know, don't laugh too much, you know, because it's, you know, just, you know. I mean, the Lord wants to have joy every day. The Lord wants us to, he, he has given us life do you think anybody wants to become a Christian if all, if all he sees us doing, the, the one that we're trying to help and be a witness to, all they see us do is complain all the time? No, you can say, hey, you know what? I don't get this. I don't understand this, but I know the Lord's got this covered. He's done this in my life, and he's done that. He's going to do this. Let me read it again, and let me just share one more thing. You will show me the, you will show me the path of life. In your presence is the fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Now, why do I want to say this? I don't know how to come across this, but I'm going to talk about it today for a few minutes. Every day that we live in our world that we're living in, we don't know what's going to happen. You know, we see the virus in China. I mean, how it's gotten worse and worse and worse. We, we see uh, all the different things. Did you see the, in Africa the locusts that are, that are just eating anything and everything? They, know, they say when a locust comes through in those plains and in, 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 in the parts of Africa, they say when they come through, they come through not a 1,000, not 500,000, not a million. They come through one billion locusts at a time. And, you know, you've seen that. They said it's so loud you can't hear yourself talk to someone else. And we see that, and we see the virus, everything that's hitting at home in your life, and you see all the things in society, and we forget, wait a minute, wait a minute. That, this, is, this is all happening. It's, it's real time. What are we going to do? Let me, re, let me read. I, I, I'm not real good at this, pulling this up on my phone, so let me try. All right, you know. I hate it where, they, you know, they got a you got to get on your phone now with a password. I can't stand it anyway. So. Oh, I'm so bad on it to begin with, so just hold on there with me. All right. Okay, I got it. <laughs> it's crazy what we're living in. That's like when we meet every week. I say, what can we do to bring joy to people's life because about what I'm about to, to read to you? 
did you see? I think, what? How, what? I, you know, what is going on? There's a new word now for what I'm going to share with you. If you don't know what this word is, then you'll hear about it this week. It's, I don't even know if I'm saying it right. I, I shouldn't laugh, but it's just comical to me. It's just so crazy. It's called a theropoly. I don't know if you've heard of it. A few of you might have. A theropoly now is that it's a husband and wife and another woman that live together. In other words, they've created whatever you want to call it, but they've named it a theropoly. They're not a couple, they're a theropoly. And so, and of all places to, yeah, isn't it, you know, to see, of all places for this to, to be advertised more, if you will, it's going to be, come out on HGTV that they're house hunting for a house. It's a husband, a wife, and their significant other. And they all three live together. And I can tell you the way it's going to come across. You know what? Hey, with all three of our incomes coming together and all the things that we can do, and, and you know, and this is great, and we all just three live together, and, you know, this is whatever. I'm not going to go down the road with that. But I'm like, wait a minute. Nobody's talking about it. Nobody's saying anything about it. I, I think, I believe, which I know, the, God's word calls it adultery. And if I don't stand it, I mean, what's happened to where in your marriage today, it's so easy to walk away from and go commit the adultery with someone else. Why is that? It's because the standards in our society become so low that anything is okay. And when anything is okay, then that means there's a bullseye on your family. There's a bullseye on you. And you say, oh, Dow, shouldn't even make a big, a big deal about that. I'm just here telling you what we're living in. And it's going to be put in your face real soon when it's on television. And I thought today before the message, I thought, is there anybody else going to, you know, and I don't want to sound like this fire and brimstone breacher, but is there anybody else going to even mention this today? And the reason I mention this is because it's a protection for you, for me. When we walk the path of righteousness and, and Jesus is right there with us and we walk his way and we do the right thing, there are pleasures forevermore. There is joy always on his path. I'm just here to remind you today. I'm just here to tell you today it's not me and I'm not hammering down on anything or trying to tell you what to do or what not to do. You have to make that decision. I'm just here to tell you, dude, it's a whole lot easier to do something wrong when everybody else is doing it. And you have to make that choice. And we have to make that choice. Where are we headed? I don't know. But I know you can, you can take a deep breath. We know God is in control. And you can pray for your husband, you can pray for your wife, you can pray for your kids, you can pray for your brothers and sisters and your coworkers and know, you know what, as long as I'm on that path, the Lord is going to watch over me. No matter what it looks like, when you're in the land of promise, when you're in the land of promise, let me read it again. You will show me the path of life. God through the power of the Lord Jesus Christ will show you the path of life. Joy, Jesus said, I've come to give you life 
and life more abundantly. The devil comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So all I want you to know today, if you're not sure what's happening and what's going to happen in your life, and you say, Dallas, I don't know how much longer I can hold on, or I don't know how this is going to turn out. Hey, I can tell you what, you're going to have joy on the way, and you're going to have joy when you get there, and the Lord's going to do something so amazing in your life that you can't even imagine because you chose to stay in his presence. Don't try and figure it out today. Don't try and say, I don't know what's going on in society and how close are we getting to the Lord coming back. I, I don't know. I don't know. But I know this. I want you to have joy. I don't want you to say, you know, you know it's just like, you know, I used to preach. I used to say, you know, there's what we want. You know, we, we, we were, we're 15 years old and we just can't wait to get our driver's license, right? And if you're like me, some of you started driving at 15 and you shouldn't have. But anyway, so... You get your driver's license, right? And so, <laughs> anyway, so you can't, you can't wait. You get your driver's license. Then you can't wait. Oh, I can't wait to graduate from high school. Then, you, you know, I remember a lady wrote a book one time. Is there life after high school? And uh, anyway, so you get out of high school, and you wonder, what am I going to do? And then now you're doing that. So then you can't wait to get married. And then you go through all these dates. You date, do all these things and whatever's happening. And you finally get married, and then you get married, and you wish you were still single again. And then, and then you go through whatever in marriage, and you finally get kids, and you have kids. Kids, oh man, I can't wait till we get through this and we get the kids through this age. It'll just be great. <sighs> Finally, they're in junior high when you start sleeping in a little bit, and then you can't sleep at night because you don't know what they're doing when they're out. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, then they graduate and you have a meltdown because they graduate and you don't know what happened to the time. And then you, you're like, okay, you know, okay, we finally got college paid for. Whatever you got to do to help them out. And then you have another meltdown because you heard that you're going to be a grandparent. And you think, how did I get What happened? And then you turn around and that's it. That's it. It's over. I'm done. That's <laughs> <laughs> what we do. I don't want you to get, I don't want you to do that. In, in the presence of Jesus every day, there's life. Doesn't mean it's perfect. Doesn't mean everything is going to be right. It means when your presence of Jesus, there's an inner joy. When it might not all be right, there's peace. And that peace eventually leads to joy. All I want you to realize today, because of the world that we live in today, because everything seems to be okay, that if we do the right thing and we stay on his path, that we know what is right and wrong doesn't mean we mess up. We do. We go into his presence and say, Jesus, forgive me. I've messed up here. He will forgive you. And you keep going down that path. Jesus came, died on that cross, and shed his blood, his perfect blood, so that we could have eternal life. Once we accept him into our heart, he's got a plan for all of us. No matter the bumps and the bruises that you face in life, and no matter how quick it goes by, he still wants to give you joy. Just stay on his path. No matter how dark it looks, no matter what you see, no matter what, there's no hope, what's going on, he's still got a plan, and he still has joy for your life every day. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Let's pray. Let's have their heads of brow today. You know, all of us need a promise. All of us need to hear something. And, you know, I just want you to know today that 
that the Lord knows every second of every day as a believer what you're going through. Every second of every day what you face. Whether it's the middle of the night or whether weeks have gone by that you wonder why you're in this job or you don't have a job or you're wondering what's happening in your relationships and you wonder, is this the way it's just supposed to be the rest of your life and the situation that you're in? No, the Lord has a plan. He has a future and a hope. And the blessings is, well, just basically are or is for what today, what's happening right now, is he brought you here today just to remind you of that. That he gives you hope. Whether you're driving your car, you're by yourself, whether you're at work, or whether you're middle of the night and you wake up, Jesus says, I'm right here. I'll show you my path. And I will bless you. And I will give you an amazing spirit of peace and joy. Father, we thank you today that we don't have all the answers, but we have the most important ones. And that you have given us life. You want us to enjoy this day, this day that you have made. Lord, you give us wisdom. You teach us to number our days. Lord, we thank you that we have hope in you. And Lord, we don't have to complicate it. You can take the stress from us and we can have that joy by just being in your presence in your word, by that spirit of us just talking to you through the day and hearing what you have to say to us. So Lord, there's someone here today that needs that peace. It's never accepted you as their savior. It's been leads us this morning. May they come today. May they come to know you as their savior. Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says, by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on the cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live 
by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope, knowing that Jesus is your Savior, and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.